The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Sort of a wet morning, so give yourself a little time to get to your destination. The roads are a little bit slippery out there, especially if your uh, tires may be slippery too. Uh, But this rain uh, brings oil and whatever to the surface and makes things a little more challenging for you. We're going to be talking about schools today. Believe it or not, schools are almost back in session. I know for the youngsters, you probably feel like it was just the other day that uh, schools began their summer break. Well, it's almost over. And with the School Resource Officers Program, Captain Brad Harrison is with us. Brad, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Good to see you again. Good to have you with us today. You brought a friend with you, too. Yes, sir. This is uh, Lieutenant Brian Wright. He's a lieutenant over the uh, School Resource Officer Division. Brian, good to have you with us today. Thank you, sir. Good, uh, good to see everybody. And uh, when does school get going for you? Well, the the week of uh, the last week of July um, through uh, August fourth is when a lot most of the faculties at the schools will start getting back together, and that's when we start gearing up and, and to get in full swing for the next week. Uh, school actually starts on the seventh. Will this be any different this year? Have you discovered any new way to make it better, to make it safer for the youngsters? Any messages you want to get to the motorists who are driving through the school zones? Yes. As far as the individual school safety, we always reevaluate each year and uh, see if there's any better practices that we can use to to make the school safer and make those kids comfortable and feel safe coming to school. Um, as, as far as the school traffic, I know people get in a pattern during the summer um, when the school zones aren't active. I, I mean, I can tell you for myself, I mean, from where I live, it takes me about 25 minutes to get in. When school's out, it takes me about 45 <laughs> when school's in because of the school zones. And, and we just have to be aware and cautious on those school zones because, uh, like I said, during the summer, people get accustomed to a little quicker drive time because there, there's less traffic and, and, and school zone. And you obviously want to obey the laws and drive at the right speed for the safety of the kids. But if you forget about that as a purpose uh, and you get stopped, you really get a pretty healthy fine. It is. I mean, we, we take it seriously. And our our patrol guys and even our warrants guys are a great help when school gets started and throughout the school year as far as covering the school zones during the time that they're operational. You just have to pay attention to those lights and then our uh, school patrol people that that are the ones that uh, are standing out there in the middle of the road guiding traffic in and out of the schools. I mean, please be aware of them. They do a fantastic job. But if you can imagine standing out in the middle of a road and somebody tr- tries to whiz past you at you know at 35 or 40 miles an hour it's still it's frightening to them oh yeah that it could be deadly mm-hmm. too uh one of the things that uh, has happened the general assembly has ended its session and when that usually happens come july there are new laws that are 
brought into focus. Uh, are there any new laws that impact schools and school zones? Well, what we've discovered that uh, in the past, where if you made a threat to the schools, you um, you took the punishment, but it wasn't always zeroed out. Mm-hmm. And they had it where if it was a bomb threat, you were. Yeah, pull that real close to you is what there we what go. that is. Yeah, everybody gets super close to the mics. But if you um, if you made a threat to shoot the school up, you you didn't absolutely get zeroed out for the whole time. They've changed that law, so we're looking into hopefully. Uh, once they put that out, that we can get rid of some of the kids that don't want to be there anyway. Okay, so you have uh, kids that are just trying to make disruption and uh, get a holiday f- from that disruption. Yeah, they, they do it, and, and we see it on certain days. Sometimes it would be uh, a Thursday or a Sunday where they didn't want to come in Monday or they didn't want to be there Friday and have them a three-day weekend. And uh, every threat that we get, we look into it, and we end up taking all the services over, and we pass it on to either our detective division or, mm-hmm. or uh, even with the help of TBI, the FBI, of our office. But uh, we actually, this year, we're going to have a, a detective that's assigned to the schools only, and that's uh, Mr. Jeremy Murdoch. Maybe, maybe talk a little bit louder, too, if you would. Yeah, I'm, I'm I sorry. think your, your microphone's trying to bring it up, and, and it's picking up. Yeah, uh, I've got a hearing a little bit of hearing problems. I can't tell. Okay. I'm, talk, I'm talking. <laughs> Just so talk so. super loud. Yeah, there we go. But uh, this year we'll start out with our own detective uh, actually handling a lot of the cases that we get and the school threats we get. We get one about every day, uh, and then we look into everything we get. So people think, well, we just put it to the side and don't look into it. They're wrong. And uh, we stay up sometimes all night long before we come in the next day, and then uh, we're dealing with it in the morning before school starts or but everything we get, uh, we do look into it. Now, so. for parents, I, I know parents are concerned about how their children are going to do at school and everything. Uh, and if their child is one that has had these actions in the past, has tried to disrupt schools, uh, what should parents be doing? What can parents be doing? Do they always know that their child has that uh, has that action that they do. Now, uh, the majority of the, the the things we look into start with social media. So the parents need to be active and and researching their kids' social media. You know, nothing should be hidden hidden from those parents. And I mean, in most cases, the parents are the ones that purchase the phones and, and pay for the plans. So you need to be responsible for that and keep track i know they want we have parents say they want to respect the privacy of their children but they're still children you know we, we need to uh, pay attention to the the social media and their you know what they're researching what you know online on the internet and uh, address those issues and i think also privacy is one thing but what is the end result of extending that privacy to them? Uh, sometimes the children uh, commit suicide. I mean, is is privacy worth that? Is privacy worth uh, making someone else really feel terrible? No, I, absolutely not. I mean, again, if if you're a parent, it's it's your obligation to to keep track of those kids. I mean, you wouldn't. Turn them, take them to Nashville and turn them loose in the city, you know, and say, hey, we'll, you know. We'll pick you up we'll, tonight. We'll pick you up tonight. You know, you you, uh, you have to to monitor them. I mean, they're, they're not 
fully mentally developed yet to to be able to handle certain situations and we run into it also with um and ha- have in the past and, and it's across the country as sexual predators and and uh um i mean they'll they'll try to lure kids into things that they shouldn't be involved in and they don't even realize that they're being lured into that do they no most times they don't they, i mean again they're, they're still children i mean they're, they're they're not fully developed yet they had they're not aware of the type of element that's out there that you know if you think about it you know they've, they've been in even a a senior has been in a, a school setting from for 12 13 years i mean they're not really exposed to the outside world other than what they see on on media i saw a movie over the weekend the sound of freedom and it is about sexual trafficking uh, a problem that i'm sure we have here in the community i mean i've, I've heard people talking about it so uh this is part of what you're talking about and it was frightening to see how these children and they are children how they're brought into this and and it's i can see how you'd never have a clue this was happening no uh it's uh, by the way i've heard the movie is really good i can't wait (laughs) to, to see it um um yeah they can children can be manipulated pretty pretty easily by especially by uh, adults who they think are are trust you know they should trust in you know we've all always have heard you know respect your elders but not everybody out there is worth the respect that you you give them or the trust that you give them and so and parents you need to be aware that these situations are going on because uh these people that you may not know and you may not even realize exist they're out there to get your kids and take advantage of them exactly and my wife and i may be over cautious but i mean even parents that we know from their you know our own school or or our sporting teams until we you know they'll be invited over for an overnight you know to, to stay over with i mean if we don't really know them we're, we're not allowing that it's just in, until we get to know those people as individuals and, and more about them and it's not that they're not good people it's just we're we're i mean we're very cautious and I, I, you have to be in this day and time because they are exposed to a whole lot more than what we were in, in school and it's just <clears throat> just the comprehension of and the possibilities of what could happen are, don't sometimes calculate in their minds. We have a question here from a listener, and, and we do take questions, by the way. Uh, text them to us, if you would, 615-618-1450. They're asking, in light of the problems that were had in Nashville uh, last year, uh, what are we doing here in Rutherford County to assure that that does not happen here? Well, fortunately, with the uh, the forethought that our sheriff and administrators have and the, the county commission and our mayor, I mean, we're actually adding additional officers in and and this year's budget to, to bolster what we already have. Um, so, and we appreciate that tremendously i mean this year we're probably we're going to have 
I mean, we've got applications open right now. So if anybody's a certified officer and interested, please uh, look into the Rutherford County government website so we can go ahead and fill these positions. But you know, just with the addition, I mean, one of the best deterrents is seeing that patrol car out there or seeing that the SRO out there in the mornings during drop off or pickup. You know, knowing that there's an armed certified officer there that thinks of those kids as their kids and they're going to protect them with whatever means they they can and you mentioned earlier about uh working with the the kids themselves and i've heard stories about how you become the sro's become uh, sometimes their main adult friend uh their their advisor their uh, role model Uh, have you seen that happening and has what would you like to comment on that i mean we we actually go through training to to uh, reinforce these guys are these uh, the students' mentors, and they they befriend them. They listen to them. Um, most of the tips that we get are from other. You know, if there's an issue going on in a, in a school, we get it from the, the children themselves that go to the SRO and, and give them a heads up. And that's because of the relationships they build. But, we, I mean, we're not only in the schools during the school day. I mean, we're at their after-school activities. It could be a football or baseball game, or it could be ROTC, band practice. I mean, we try to attend anything and everything we can to, to build those relationships. Do you think that there will be a need for an SRO program from now on out, or do you think that we'll ever, ever be able to go back to uh, having people respect each other? You know, we pray for it <laughs> all the time that it, that will happen. I would, I, if it came to the time that we didn't need SROs, I'd, I'd be tickled. You know, I, I love my guys and I love what I do and they love what they do. It takes a special person to be in the school or around a, a group of young people. Um, but, you know, in the, the near future, I, I just can't can't see it until we, we get some... Uh, our, our society makes you know determines to make a, a, a huge change. Sure, because I'm I'm thinking back when I was growing up, I had no clue that there could be something like this. Bad things at school would be throwing spitballs. I mean, that was about mm-hmm. as bad as it got. Uh, I don't think there were drugs back then. Of course, that was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, maybe two or three. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think. Uh, I don't think in that generation uh, we were seeing problems. We're seeing today uh, students doing uh, major crimes. And and, uh, do any of these students who commit the major crimes, do they talk to you after that and say, gee, I should have listened to you? I just. Either by talking or when we do research, a lot of times when they do things like that, we'll we'll do home visits to see. Try to figure out where this generated from you know where did it start from and, and a lot of it's from movies the internet social media i mean that's where they're getting their information from it, 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 you know where as in turn we got ours from our teachers parents and pastors <laughs> you know that's where we we learned right and and tv even back then the worst that was on it uh the parents would be sleeping in separate beds yeah. I, I think there was a uh, oh, just a, a, a way that people acted, and they did not push everything to the limit. So, yeah. 
we're in a different time. Uh, our phone number, by the way, 615-893-1450. We're going to continue the conversation, and we're visiting with the School Resource Officer Program here in Rutherford County. SRO Captain Brad Harrison is with us. Lieutenant Brian Wright also here. And schools will be starting a matter of weeks away. Yeah, it's just around the corner. So stay with us. We'll be back. If you have a question, if you have a comment, we'd love to hear from you. Talk or text, whichever you prefer, 615-893-1450. If you have something to buy, sell, or trade, call me. Weekday mornings at 750 for Swap and Shop. WTNS, AM, FM, and online. Broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. MTE serves members with more than just electricity. Their community outreach team works with schools, parents, and students to provide engaging and unique learning experiences. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. Do you suffer from peripheral neuropathy in your hands or feet, burning pain, balance problems, and decreased quality of life? Magnolia Medical Center can help. This is Dr. David Morris with Magnolia Medical Center. We're in the Ascend Building near the Fountains in Murfreesboro. Online at magnoliamedicalcenters.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans and now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. You've bought your new guitar, your keyboard, or your drums. You don't know how to play it. Well, we have lessons on all stringed instruments, all keyboards, and one of the best drum instructors in the area. We are set up for all types of lessons. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street. If you need music gear, Music World and Drummer's Den is where you need to be. South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Scattered showers and storms here early this afternoon with cloudy skies, a high in the upper 80s. Tonight, chance for rain and storms alone near 75. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 69. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back and happy birthday to Mike Pope. Mike is our winner of the delicious banana pudding from our friends at Slick Pig Barbecue. Also, Renee Lukatek is our good neighbor of the day. Renee receives flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Tell us about your good neighbors. Send us their name, address, and phone number, and tell us why they should be the good neighbor of the day. We're talking about our youngsters today, the future of our community. Visiting with us from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office 
and the School Resource Officers Program. We have with us Captain Brad Harrison and Lieutenant Brian White. We're learning about some of the things that are happening in the schools. And uh, During the break, we were chatting just a bit, and I was sort of surprised to hear that you mentioned sometimes the parents who learn of their children breaking the law, they share these thoughts with others, even over social media, before they contact help. The, the police, physicians, uh, anybody. They're, they're, they're adding to the problem, it sounds like. Yeah, so, so what they're doing by doing that is making the threat you know grow it grows from there and it just keeps going out it's uh it makes it difficult for us to track it back so what we ask for you to do if a threat comes up on social media or if uh, anything you see that just feels inappropriate let the school know let the sro know call us at the sheriff's office or the police department that you that you live in and uh let us know and hopefully by doing it that way we can get in and stop it and take the threat away uh the phones, like I say, inside the school, uh, we have, I, I think they create more problems than they're worth uh, by having them in there. If they had a flip phone, didn't have all the stuff they could access the apps and stuff through, I think it would be uh, okay there. But we have them, they'll take videos, they'll walk in the gym, airdrop stuff, and you're sending it to, uh, could be up to a thousand people just like that in a few seconds. Uh, it makes it really hard for us to uh, track it back and take it down or you know stop it so um just let us know instead of putting it out you're you're not really helping them uh let's fix the problem by doing that so. yeah what, what happens is, is if you if you share something if you see something you know some type of threat or some type of issue at a school and you share it it's it's like the old game where you you stand in a line and you whisper you know whisper into the person's ear beside you i cannot remember what it's called but you whisper in your ear and it goes down the chain and by the time it reaches the end it's you know it's it's not even what the, the original message was yeah. and that's what happens when you pass things along on social media the the truth or the the, the basis of the the issue gets polluted and and uh it does make it difficult for us to track it down uh, but also, if you share, if especially a threat to a school, if you share to a threat to a school, um, a lot of times you're just as guilty in the, as far as spreading the rumor and can be subject to school discipline or um, prosecution. So even though you may have not have made a threat or, or, or uh, you know, you can still there are repercussions if if you if you share it and i think people don't realize how people who know how to the people with the law enforcement agencies who want to uh, investigate they can quickly determine who is sending these things out uh, it's I've, I've been sort of surprised at how quickly uh, people know i mean people in control yeah, know we have SROs and detectives that do amazing jobs and, and are well more versed on technology <laughs> than I am. But when they take control of that, I mean, it's, it's relatively, uh, it, it, you know, they've got the means to track, track these things down. And it's just, 
it, it blows my mind, uh, you know, and we've got good personnel to, to do it, plus the technology. So it, that's the way we find we we go to the get to the source of the problem pretty quickly. So if you see something on the internet, and you do a share of of that topic, uh, they can know. I mean, the law enforcement can know quickly that is john smith who sent that out or yeah we, we, whoever yeah we could get to the origin of it on most occasions i mean it's not going to happen on every every occasion but i mean like i said with the technology that law enforcement has now in the sheriff's office and the the skills that our people have it, it, it's like i said again it's amazing what they can do it just it shocks me so if you if you're thinking you're going to just play along and be a, an anonymous person uh they know who you are so don't don't get messed up in that so last year last school year when there were several incidences that happened in rutherford county and i think several over in cannon county uh you were able to zone zone in on those people pretty quickly Oh yes, and, and they you know they were prosecuted, and the school handled you know handled the discipline if they were a student. Um, so I mean, there's if you do something like that, or you share it, you, there are there, I mean, there's repercussions for it. What what kind of uh, repercussions are there? I think people don't realize how serious this is, and also how that. Uh, luggage goes along with you throughout your life i mean that's that's that really hurts a lot of opportunities yeah it can vary from it it varies on the disturbance it caused and and the type of threats that it is but it can vary from anywhere from disorderly conduct which is a misdemeanor all the way up through threats of mass violence which which can be a felony and you get that tag you know you get a felony tagged on you that sticks with you so do those felony tags, do they stay with young people or are they expunged at, at what age 21 or 19 or something like that? They can't, I mean, they can follow them for, and I believe it's changed now to up to seven years after they turn 18. So um, now once it's recorded, I mean, we, we do that that some of the, the older cases out and and, and uh, delete those but uh, you know it's just a, in accordance with the type of crime and then also whether they were charged as a juvenile or an adult uh, and the seriousness uh, seriousness of the crime okay so be aware of those and and be aware of the seriousness uh, and how it can impact uh, parents as well as their child's life from now on out mm-hmm. I mean it's uh, if, if they ever decided to uh, get a job in law enforcement probably couldn't do it or it would certainly be a bad mark against them yeah, law enforcement military any type of government job but also I mean in the private sector I mean these people are doing extensive background searches to try to you know get the best especially in some of the you know the world of technology working with computers and things like that that I know I have a friend that works with a, a company in Nashville, and I mean, they do about as comprehensive a background check as we do for law enforcement. So this is this is important information. I mean, it lasts a lifetime. It, it can harm 
their ability to be successful. Yes. Are you finding that uh, for people who are incarcerated for doing some of these things, and of course that gets on their records, uh, are you finding that they are being held back uh, for something that was started out relatively minor but has grown? It, is it because it just puts them in with the wrong people, or does it start a mindset of, well, I got away with it this time, I might try it again. It's sort of a thrill. Generally, what we're saying is, I mean, once once the seriousness of it hits them, and, and then a lot of times they're in disbelief that something, you know, causing a disturbance at a school because of some a comment they made or a social media post that they made, they don't realize how serious it is. And once they do, most of them are pretty apologetic. I mean, uh, you know, and about it and it's not it, they're sincere apologies they just did not know again you know the, these kids are that are under 18 they, they're not adults yes they're not com, you know completely developed meant you know with the mental capacity to understand a lot of the repercussions and i'm guessing that uh, with some of the tragedies that we see in schools uh, not only in tennessee but in other states all over the nation it's it's uh, a disaster that's uh, spread across the whole United States and in other countries, I'm sure. Uh, are you finding that many times those situations started with some innocent uh, issue that if it had been nipped in the bud there, maybe uh, through counseling, through understanding, could be changed? I'm, and the reason I'm asking that is... Uh, how close are we to being able to discover these things before they become major now? Well, I mean, mental health is definitely a, an issue with, within the schools, and, and I know the central office and Rutherford County School System is working at improving uh, the way they handle things. Um, but also, I mean, a lot of, uh, or when speaking with officers around the country and SROs around the country, a, a lot of the the mass active aggressor incidents are from outside too. I mean, it's it's people that aren't students at the school. So, you know, offering the mental health in the schools is imperative. But I mean, we also have to have people in the general public that can be aware and and notice indicators that a person is suffering and, and get them help. Our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. We're talking about our youth. We're talking about schools getting started. And uh, here's a question for uh, for any one of either one of you. Uh, this one is asking about school buses. Uh, they say that they're new to Murfreesboro, just moved here. Uh, they said they had lived previously in Florida and moved here just a, about a month ago. Uh, and don't know if the laws are the same here. But uh, what are the laws regarding school buses and where people should stop or if they should stop if you're driving along the road and are passed by a bus picking up or letting off a child? So anytime that the bus throws its lights on, be prepared to stop in both directions. Um, the blinking lights or the headlights? Well, if you're behind it, you won't see the headlights. Oh, okay. So you have what some of them are doing now. They have the, the stop sign that comes out. And they actually have like a like a long arm sweep protector type that 
mm-hmm. also goes out with it uh according with the lights and i think some of them are doing leds which are a lot you know brighter than the old typical lights that we were used to in the past uh visibility is is the main thing with them uh if you feel like your child is having to cross the road to get on the bus and think that maybe the bus should pick them up on the other side of the road that's something you may want to contact uh the school board has you know department of transportation there or whatever and they handle the buses uh, that's something they can look at and just say hey okay maybe we do need to pick them up across the street instead of you know having them cross over to here to pick them up um, we handle the the crosswalks you know as, as part of basically wherever the area that's in so if it's in Smyrna City or Murfreesboro uh, and they could be a long way away to get in to the school and cross the street we got some that probably walk you know, years ago, it, if you walked a mile to school, it was uh, could be common, but now it's uh, it, it's not a lot that you see. I think in the Blackman area, you have a lot of people that walk to school in that community. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Rockville, a few. Uh, most of them's going to be inside Murfreesboro City. The rest in the county get picked up by the buses. Um, the rural routes, you know, they come out. And usually, uh, I think everybody that I've ever seen that didn't agree with where they were getting picked up, and they, they have to, uh, the bus driver, they fixed it some way to, to make everybody happy and safe. So, so there's solutions uh, out there. There is solutions, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they are timed. I, I know they, they get pressure when they go to a school to drop off one because they have kids that have to go to another school. Uh, and the way the schools are kind of split up, sometimes it's a little bit difficult when you hit traffic and you got to hit school zones to, to get there. Um, and the buses sometimes I know they were shorthanded as as well as finding people to to drive their buses uh, in Murfreesboro City they own the buses in the county uh, it's individually owned so uh, for them they were down drivers uh, looking for people to come in and if somebody calls out you know they they have to pick up extra route or you know do what they can to get the kids we've got you know right around 50,000 kids so it's a lot of school buses and you know the people that aren't driving in or whatever have rides so um, if you have any questions with it you can ask the SRO he'll put you in the right direction uh, the school board is actually who handles it so we get them all the time as far as people um, you know well something happened on the bus or whatever in the jurisdiction uh, wherever the bus is is where it, who should handle it so if something was having a problem on uh, in Laverne and you were on the school bus in Laverne Laverne should handle that uh, if it's, you know, if it's in Murfreesboro, then Murfreesboro would handle it. But we'll put you in the right direction if there's any questions with it or if you feel unsafe or something getting on the bus, just call us and let us know. I think people may not realize how large our school system is. We are growing in leaps and bounds. Obviously, everybody knows how the county is growing. You don't stop and think sometimes that the schools are growing that fast as well. We're probably about the fourth largest school system in Tennessee now. Uh, we're, we're back and forth between Hamilton and Rutherford County, and I think we're on the top right now. Yeah, yeah, we are. And uh, right there, you know, when you got Nashville and then you got Memphis and, uh, you know, Knoxville's right in there. And then between us and Hamilton, and then, of course, Clarksville's following in behind there. But uh, I've got some family over in Wilson County, and they're always talking about how busy it is. And, just it's so so busy over here and we're growing and i said you don't know what busy is till you come over here and <laughs> i asked uh we we do a lot because when we have threats we do communicate with you know you know somebody in wilson county so today if we had uh 
one of the school threats here tomorrow it may be in wilson county and then the next day in williamson county and then that, you know it just keeps going it lingers around even if we made the arrest it'll still go for a week now is that yeah. the kids uh, just copying it or totally, is it yeah. it's, it's okay it's not the criminal moving around now it goes back to uh having the smartphones in the schools you know it's just all they do is change a uh, a letter in there and it's the next day or even if they don't change it so if we have an rhs and they have an rhs what is they, rhs just a example would be let's say at riverdale high school would be rhs okay. tomorrow it could be ravenwood high school because they got the same you know letters and the same threat and it'll generate over there and they call us and we're like yeah we've already made an arrest here it is and uh then the next day after that it might be rockville it could come you know right back and um kids are creative i mean you got the apps to do it uh it really helps you know and um we had uh last year we we had copycat uh threats from michigan florida georgia alabama west virginia you know because i mean the, the acronyms for these schools a lot of them are the same so i mean they'll the kids will find it online and repost it as as if it were here and the same has happened uh, to i mean we had one in illinois that posted a a, a central central uh, you know a threat to to central well right down the road here central. we have central <laughs> yeah. so uh, Every, but it, but it was actually originated there do you think sometimes the social media uh does that to or makes that possible to sort of add to the confusion Ted? absolutely it does and, and uh, i mean it, it causes i i guess there's a benefit to it but from our side and, and working in the schools we see more issues coming from social media than the than positives it's uh, 74 degrees right now. We're starting to get some heavy rain downtown. Lights on for safety. Want to remind you about that. We'll continue the conversation, the final segment. So if you have a question or a comment, get it in quickly. We're talking about the safety of our students. School will be starting very soon, early in August. And that's just around the corner, about a week away. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. From the tallest tower in the city limits of Murfreesboro to every radio in the land, WGNS AM FM is everywhere you need us to be. When the unexpected happens, fire, water, or storm damage, Fair Construction can help. Fair Construction is also there to help when a car slams through the wall, and that seems to happen more often these days. I'm Ron Hall. Let our family at Farrah Construction help you. Call Farrah Construction and we'll board up, put down tarps, secure your home or business until the insurance coverage is approved. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Farrah Construction Company. Hi, this is Jenny at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Are you in need of a gift but not sure what to get? Ryan Flowers is here for you. We have a variety of items in our shop, but you can also create a personalized gift as well. From personalized mugs, personalized t-shirts, as well as personalized ribbon with a saying or a photo that you would like to have on. And I've also started personalized bears. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 117 South Academy, just a couple blocks off the square. 
schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at getsthealthcare.com. scattered showers and storms here early this afternoon with cloudy skies, a high in the upper 80s. Tonight, chance for rain and storms, a low near 75. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 69. Look up in the sky. There it is. The tallest tower in Murfreesboro. This is WGNS FM, AM, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're talking law and order. We're talking about safety in our schools. And visiting with us this morning from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office and the School Resource Officers Program, Captain Brad Harrison and Lieutenant Brian Wright. Just a few minutes left in our broadcast, so if you have a question or if you have a comment, get it to us quickly. 615-893-1450. Thank goodness the uh, schools are not open right now because it's a messy day outside. It is messy. Uh, and schools, uh, they don't slow down for messy days. No. Uh, in fact, I guess that really creates major issues for you. It, it can because, I mean, the, and we go back to uh, the buses. I mean, you, you've really got to be aware, especially during rainy days and where your visibility is obstructed. Um, to pay attention to these school buses i mean that's they've got precious cargo on there and they don't need to have anybody taking a chance following too closely you know um if, if you see a school bus approaching especially on a day like today i mean there's you know there's a chance that you could hydroplane uh i mean it's going to reduce y- your stopping distance so on those and also in our school zones i mean you know our I, when it rains like this, you know, our, our uh, school patrol people that are out there directing traffic, they don't take the day off. They're out there standing in the middle of it. And uh, so there again, the, the school zones, it's imperative to, st- you know, start, you know, start preparing yourself, you know, to give yourself some extra time. Don't, you know, because you're going to get slowed down because of the increased traffic and, and, and the school zones. So, um, you know, be especially careful in those areas you know where they are i mean if you're traveling the same path every time you i time it out i know when one of the schools near my house is going the lights are going to go off and the traffic's going to increase so i i try to pre-plan to you know for a little extra time absolutely now one thing this has nothing to do with schools but it has to do with the weather uh a rainy day like today you probably see in some cases an increase in traffic accidents and if schools were open that would be a, an additional uh, concern but is it the the roads being slippery is it tires being bad uh, what what causes this problem i think it's a little bit of everything you know you get delayed everybody wants to sleep in on those rainy days you get up late and uh, once you get up late, it just it goes from there. Everything's delayed, and you're ten minutes, five minutes behind, and trying to get your kids there, or trying to go into the next stop, and got to get to work. It's, it's just one thing after another. Uh, on top of you know, 
poor visibility, you know, the rain being there. And then uh, some people drive better, I guess, in inclement weather. And then, like you said, some don't have their lights on. And, I mean, just everything slows down. Uh, is there and this because we heard already from a person who just moved here is isn't there a law in tennessee that if it's raining you have to have your lights on so yeah the law says basically due to inclement weather uh whether it be snow sleet rain whatever if your wipers are on continuous then you're supposed to have your lights on oh so there's the there's the catch yeah so if you turn them on every two minutes to to wipe it off you probably don't unless it's dark and then that changes stuff too but uh if it's raining and your wipers are on continuous that's what tennessee law is so and then what time of the morning because i'll come in in the morning and and right now with a little bit more daylight hours uh you can get up and be out traveling at 5:45 or so in the morning and you can see but you don't notice other cars as much if they have their headlights off uh if they were on you'd notice them more uh is there a law dealing with that? So as far as, as the sun up and the sundown law, uh, of course it changes this time of year. You know, you got longer hours and you got shorter in the winter time. And uh, we do when the sun coming up. I know a couple of the schools that uh, go into their uh, school in the morning, the sun's right in their eyes. I think a prime example is John Bragg Highway. Every year when the time changes. Uh, the sun is so bright and people aren't used to it and they come in you know they wake up after that hour and we usually have a pretty good wreck out there and we just try to make sure everybody's aware and tell them about it. you know hey remember when the time changes let your people know uh as far as the, the actual like a law as far as the time you know there's not one that i'm aware of um but people don't realize i think what you're saying there is you know hey i can see them but they may not be able to see me so i don't need my lights on and then we've got to the point now where we don't turn them on anymore, right? The cars are the ones that uh, it's got automatic lights in it, uh, along with the. You if know. you have it set right. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you have it set, and you know everybody's kind of you know with the phones and that's their their life. It's controlled by it. Yeah, uh, everything's technology. You know, you're not doing the manual stuff anymore. You're not turning on, leaving your lights on, and turn them off. The car does it, and it knows when. Uh, but keep in mind, uh, if you have the darker vehicle, uh, less likely you're going to be seen. Uh, and every day we see it. If we, you know, as many people in Rutherford County, we'd never get to work if we stop cars all the way to on the way in, way home, just to tell them, you know, hey, turn your lights on. It's you know, training can't see you. And, that's that's uh, good. Very good for people to be so. doing that. Now, before we leave, uh, Brad, any final thoughts you want to share with people? I just I want to ensure them that our SROs are are uh, dedicated, highly trained. We we do review training and uh, all the time in active aggressor and how to handle issues at the school. Um, these guys are they go in the classrooms and they teach, they coach. Like I said, they go to after school events and are our mentors. But you know our primary goal and job is is law enforcement and protecting those children and we've got a fantastic group of guys that do that guys and girls i'm sorry thank you for all that you do sro captain brad harrison and lieutenant brian wright with us this morning on wgns murfreesboro have a great day it's nine o'clock